And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, concerns rise over a threatened strike at CP Rail. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision ag and lawn and garden products. The NDP in Saskatchewan is raising concern about a pending strike at CP Rail. Opposition agriculture critic Carla Beck is worried about the impact of the strike on grain movement. Issues with grain transportation over the last five years have cost producers in our province billions, with potential for further delays as there may be another transportation crisis by noon on Saturday. Our national rail companies have failed to meet their obligations and get our products to market in a fast and efficient manner. Successive federal governments have allowed rail companies to run roughshod over producers, and producers are fo being forced to deal with consequences while railways have laid off staff and closed producer loading sites. APAS President Tom Lewis is calling for federal changes that would see demerge charges paid for by the railways instead of millions in penalties for producers. My question, what is the SAS party doing to ensure our grain transportation system actually works, and will he join us in APAS in calling on Ottawa to force the railways to pick up the tab on demerge charges when grain doesn't get loaded in port on time? Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart says railway transportation remains a priority for the SAS party government. Unfortunately, uh, we've uh, there is some uh, news that uh, that member may not yet be aware of. Uh, CP's unions uh, gave notice to uh, strike April 18th. Uh, um, Minister Merritt and I asked the federal government for back-to-work legislation to ensure movement of goods. So I, I can assure the member that we're uh, uh, we're uh, uh, a ways ahead of uh, uh, where she's at today. Uh, we will continue, Mr. Speaker, to be actively engaged with the federal government to ensure that Saskatchewan continues to have equitable access to rail adequate levels of service and competitive prices. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart. The Saskatchewan government has introduced a new tax incentive for the value-added agriculture sector. The incentive is a 15% non-refundable tax credit for value-added agriculture facilities which make a significant capital investment to expand production capacity. Trade and Export Development Minister Jeremy Harrison says qualifying projects include new and existing value-added agricultural facilities. To be eligible, a project must have $10 million in new capital expenditures, demonstrate the purpose of increasing productive capacity, and meet the definition of value-added agriculture. Potential examples include pea protein processors, oat milling operations, malt producers, or cannabis oil processing facilities. Redemption of the benefits is limited to 20% in year one after the facility enters operation, 30% in year two, and 50% in year three. There is a maximum carry forward of 10 years on any remaining credit amount. The program will begin accepting applications in mid to late 2018. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Precision Ag, the power of growth in Griffin, Carlisle, Carnduff and Odessa. The Senate Agriculture Committee has launched a study of Canada's value-added food sector. The committee wants to expand the economy and add more value from Canadian food by processing it into ready-to-eat products. 
Prince Edward Island Senator Diane Griffin is the chair of the committee. She says Canada has a long history of shipping raw material in the form of agriculture, mining and forestry products. Griffin says there's a move to expand value-added processing in the farming sector. I think there's already been some change in terms of uh, Canada getting more efficient at value-added, you know, in particular uh, in the food processing industry, uh, new products, more diverse food offerings. Uh, At one point we were all basically meat and potatoes people. Uh, I think we've uh, progressed uh, a lot further than that in terms of uh, realizing there's a lot more recipes, a lot more products that can be uh, processed with our uh, foods that are grown in our country. And as a result, uh, a great opportunity to create more jobs. Griffin says the study is designed to find ways to bolster the value-added food sector in Canada. What we're hoping to do is to get get a good handle on uh, you know what is currently grown in Canada, processed in Canada, and what are the future opportunities. And part of that will be by looking at what is done elsewhere, but also by talking to uh, academics. Um, the uh, for instance, the new uh, facility. Uh, I think it was one point or 17.5 million that was set up at the University of Saskatchewan. Well, there are experts there that uh, we would be talking to as uh, well as other researchers throughout the country. And uh, I think there's a huge opportunity for us in our country in terms of getting better value added to our food products. And I think it uh, not only will create more jobs, But right now, we're transporting a lot of, uh, I'll I'll call them raw products, out of our country. And uh, there's a huge transportation cost related to that. And then quite often, far too often, we're importing back the finished products that were made from that uh, Canadian produce. So uh, environmentally, I, I think we can be also much more efficient in how we handle the food that we produce in our country. Griffin says farmers would benefit from expanded food processing. I think the more markets we have and the more value there is to our agricultural products, it puts our farmers in a much better position in terms of uh, getting a better price for their products. Also, you know, as new crops come on, for instance, look at the growth of soybeans in the prairie provinces, especially Manitoba. So as new crops become popular, uh, it not only gives a chance for better alternation of crops and therefore soil conservation, but uh, an opportunity for, uh, for farmers to have new products that will earn them good hard cash. Another example is quinoa, an ancient grain that's now being grown and processed in Saskatchewan. Griffin says quinoa is considered one of the world's best superfoods. I had not even heard of quinoa until about three years ago, and now it's uh, in the health food industry uh, a very viable product, and especially for people who uh, have to have a gluten-free diet. So as more and more stores are bringing on gluten-free products in in response to uh, consumer demands, there are going to be products that previously we either weren't aware of or there wasn't much demand for or much knowledge about. So we've come a long way in that regard. So I think our study will give a chance to uh, sum up um, these opportunities plus a lot more 
and uh, hopefully we'll be able to make concrete recommendations that will not only help the government of Canada, but uh, will be of use to provincial governments, although it is the government of Canada that's certainly our target whenever we, uh, whenever we do a report. Griffin says there are several challenges, including access to foreign markets, labor shortages in food processing plants, and a tendency to export raw products instead of selling to domestic food processors. She says a shortage of labor is a key issue and concern for value-added processing. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollow's Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollow's Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Durham fell 551 at 255.41. Canola gained 520 at 499.64. Oats dropped a dollar three at 155.28. Number one red spring wheat declined two dollars twenty nine cents at 242.32. The rest were all unchanged. Feed barley 195.63. Flax 462.84. Yellow peas, 244.54. Feed wheat, 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is down 4.5 cents at 6.13.5 cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of April 17th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Heiferet sold from $1.10 to $1.25. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.86 cents to $0.96. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.66 cents to $0.85. Cents. Good Butcher Bulls sold from $0.98 cents to $1.10. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale here in Weyburn yesterday. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.26. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.17 and sold up to $2.26. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.06 and sold up to $2.25. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $1.99 and sold up to $2.16. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.75 and sold up to $2.04. And 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.65 and sold up to $1.75. Heavier heifers were about 10 to, 10 to 15 cents back from the steers. Lighter heifers were about 20 to 30 cents back. This week we'll highlight some of the heifer pens that went through the ring. We had a group of 500 pound grass, grasser heifers at $1.95 a pound. A group of 550-pound black heifers at $1.89 a pound. A group of 600-pound exotic heifers at $1.84 a pound. A group of 650 exotic heifers at $1.79 a half cents a pound. A group of 700-pound exotic heifers at $1.73 a pound. A group of 785-pound exotic heifers at $1.60 a pound. And a group of 880-pound exotic heifers at $1.52 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,600 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 121 to 129 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,400 head, 
selling a range of 126 to 132 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 40 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2614. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.27 cents US. U.S. cash markets continue to recover from the lowest seen earlier, and all reference reporting regions came in higher than previous session. While there is a seasonal element to the recent recovery, there is also steady demand from the processing sector and good domestic demand ahead of grilling season, which speaks to seasonality. Lean hog features likewise are seeing support, but there are some concerns further out amid large supplies as the ongoing trade dispute with China simmers and the uncertainty over NAFTA, although those talks appear to be progressing. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly sunny skies, wind southeast 30, the high plus 8. The low, minus 3. Friday, mainly sunny. Wind southeast, 20. The high, 11 degrees. The low, near 0. Saturday, sunny with a high forecast of 16 degrees. Windy, though, on Saturday with a low of plus 2. Sunday, sunny and windy. The high, 11 degrees. The low, minus 1. Monday, partly cloudy and the high, plus 8. The low, minus 2. Tuesday's outlook, sunny. High, 13. The low, plus 1. Wednesday, sunny and a high near 16 degrees. The normal high is 14. The normal low is minus 1 for this date. The sun rose at 5.57 this morning. It sets at 7.58 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at plus 7, Saskatoon plus 10, Swift Current plus 9, Weyburn plus 3, Yorkton is plus 5 degrees. In Regina with sunny skies, it's plus 3. That's 37 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 19. Humidity is 91%, and the barometer is rising. It's at 103.2. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 9 degrees. Winds are from the south southeast at 28. Once again, Regina is sunny and plus 3. That's 37 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.